This is Patty with Good Intentions. I'm Gabby. I'm Thomas. Our intentions are good, but our, our thoughts, thoughts are, are petty. Pettyana. 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 That's a good one. I like that one. Oh, okay. I thought I heard something at the door. Um. So, welcome back. I know it's been a minute since you guys seen an episode of Petty. You know, vacations, holidays, those sort of things are going on. So, Petty took a little break, but we're back, 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 back again, bitches. So, on today's episode, I have a very, very, very special guest, very dear to me. I have my big brother, Tomas. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm excited to be doing this. Yeah. Is this I, your first po- podcast? This is my first podcast. Now, let me tell you, I have friends who have podcasts, uh-huh. but none of these bitches have ever asked me to be on their podcast. Ooh. Shame. So, this is out to you all. <laughs> to all you bitches Where's who went put cameras? him. Where's my camera at? <laughs> to all of you all who have your podcast, you know who you are and have not invited me. Well, I'm glad to be the first one to invite you. Thank you very much. I'm so happy to be here. Yay. So, um... Like I said, he's my brother. He is, to me, one of the smartest people on the planet. Oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) Seriously, I I really think he is. And I trust just about everything he says, um, except for our discussion this past week about Mr. Carter. Who is Mr. Carter? Aaron Carter. Oh, <laughs> That's a whole different episode. However, rest in peace, Aaron Carter. Yes, rest in peace. Um, I hope you're happy in that life than you were in this one. So, moment of silence for Aaron. Okay, so um, today's topic is going to be: Should friends get a pass on how they treat you when they are going through something? And let me give you an example. Mm-hmm. Okay, say you have a friend um, who's, I don't know, their husband cheated on them mm-hmm. or wife cheated on them. Mm-hmm. And um, you're trying to be there for them. You know, hey, what can I do to help? Do you want to talk? And they're completely ignoring you or they're extremely rude to you. Would you take that offense? Would you be offended by that? I'm going to keep it a buck. Right off, the, right off the cuff, yes, I would be. But I think there's a part of me that's very empathetic because of the type of work that I do, mm-hmm. where I would be able to empathize with them and understand that they are going through something. And so we cannot police people's emotions. Yeah. And we can't police how they respond to certain things. Yeah. So I would have to kind of check my own self. Mm-hmm. And not center my own self in that. Yeah. And be able to say like, oh, okay, well, you know, they're going through it. I respect that. Now, I don't know, like, ignore my phone calls, my text messages and things like that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. I mean, being mean to me, like, I ain't doing nothing to you. Right. Right. So, I mean, yes, I don't want to police your emotions, but police, I mean, I ain't doing nothing, anything to you. Right. So would you give them like a pass because you know what's going on? I would give them a pass in the moment. Mm-hmm. But once they got like better, they you know got some help, mm-hmm. they healed from whatever the case may be. I have to kind of bring them into the corner. Uh-huh. And, and check be a bitch. like, hey. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you doing a whole lot of, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll get your ass together. But. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's very easy to be offended, especially if they're your friend mm-hmm. and all you really want to do is be there for them. Because you love like, them. Yeah, because you love them. Mm-hmm. And you want them to know that, hey, I'm here. Do you want to talk? Do you mm-hmm. want to cry? Do you mm-hmm. want to scream? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you advice. I'm just going to be mm-hmm. there with you. Mm-hmm. And when they give you their ass to kiss, you know, sometimes... You will take that. You can be like, mm-hmm. you know, well, fuck you too. Like mm-hmm. I didn't do, I didn't yeah. cheat on you. You know, for right. an example, right. I didn't do it to you. Right. Um, but then you got to remind yourself, mm, it ain't about me in this moment. It's right. really about them. But I, I also feel like, because you're a human as well. Mm-hmm. And again, I, I, I'm a firm believer on not policing people's emotions. I think people have full range to kind of go through it mm-hmm. in the way in which they see fit to go through it. Uh, but I also feel like, 
as you mentioned, like, yeah, I want to be there for you to scream, yell, curse out people. We want to mm-hmm. go and get the pictures and cut them. We want to go take the, the bricks and the rocks and throw them through oh, the people yeah. in the window. Tell yeah. me what to meet you up at. I dress in all black. <laughs> I look good in all black. So we can go and do that. But Let's I kind of feel like uh, I'm also human. And I also, because I just, I love you and mm-hmm. I want to be there for you and I want to support you and I want for to hold space for you to uh, get that out. Mm-hmm. Um, when you're mean back to me i'm a human so mm-hmm. I initially that's why initially i'm going to feel some type of way about it yeah but i feel like once i've kind of got myself over like all right well, you know so-and-so mm-hmm. got cheated on and the man ain't shit you know mm-hmm. the woman cheated on them she went got a baby by some other nigga whatever yeah i feel like yeah then i want to be able to hold space for that as well but i i initially you know like i said i'm gonna have to let you heal mm-hmm. and then once you healed I'm going to have to bring you into my corner uh-huh. and say, hey, next time, watch, yeah. your, watch your fucking mouth now. <laughs> watch your fucking mouth. <laughs> yeah, because your emotions, I feel like it doesn't give them the right to talk to you any kind of way, no matter what you're going through, mm-hmm. whether it's like grief or whatever Mm -hmm. like you have to realize that this person is a friend Mm -hmm. and you can't talk to anybody any kind of way just because you Mm -hmm. feel in some type of way i agree you know because i feel like emotions are not facts emotions Mm -hmm. aren't what it is it's just a feeling and feelings leave you know i agree all the time so i think if personally if i was going through something Mm -hmm. it's easier for me to just be like hey i'm not having a good day Mm -hmm. i'm not having a good day so don't think I'm being mean or ignoring you like um, with that sister, mm. Brittany, mm. you know, the one who be shitting on bitches. <laughs> well, sometimes she'll call me and she's just talking and I'm like, yeah. And I'm like, and I'll text her, look, I, you didn't do anything. I'm just not in a good mood today. And mm. I hope you don't think I was taking that on you. And she knows yeah. me well yeah. enough to be like, I know it's OK. You have mm. a better day, blah, blah, blah. But sometimes I just don't talk to people. Right. At all, because it's not their fault while I'm going through what you're going through, what I'm going through. I also feel like it depends on what it is. I feel like if you got cut off at the light and you mad about you and your feelings and now you (laughs) we got a problem. Justified. Yeah, because I feel like like if you're going through something really, really like intense, like Mm -hmm. you lost your job um, you got cheated on, you got some repossessed, whatever the case may be. I feel like you angry about that. I do feel like people have to get to a, a, a space emotionally where mm-hmm. we're able to articulate ourselves. As you mentioned, like, listen, I'm just not here today for it. Yeah. And I don't want to take this off on you. I tell my friends this from time to time, like, I'm not in the, in the spirit right now mm-hmm. to carry on a conversation. I do want to hear you. I do want to know how your day is going. But I'm going to be honest with you. I'm just I'm not going to give a fuck. Yeah. Because like I, because I'm going through it. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I would, I would be, I wouldn't tell them, I wouldn't necessarily tell them like, I don't give a fuck about what you're talking about. Yeah. But I would tell them like, listen, I'm just not in the emotional space right now to be able to hold space for you. And I want for you to be able to understand that I'm not doing this because I'm like feeling type of a way about mm-hmm. what you're talking about. This is more so about like, I just do not have the, the emotional currency mm-hmm. right now to spend on what you got to talk about right now right again you know it depends on what, what it, it is. is yeah so if i'm on the opposite of that and you calling me because you know homegirl at the job done you know snitched on you because you got some you were doing something you had no business doing in the first damn place mm-hmm. now you calling me because now you getting written up and you and your feelings and i'm like oh, i don't want to talk to you about that and, you, yeah. and then you gotta get mad at me <laughs> i'm gonna hang on the phone to you because i don't give a fuck about you talking about now because you should have probably been doing, been doing it in the first place right but again i want to go back to something i do believe people have the, the full range to be emotional mm-hmm. but i don't always feel like i have the full range to sort of be the recipient right of you being angry mm-hmm. all the time yeah you understand yeah so what that you brought up a good point there when you said like if your co-worker someone calls you and said a co-worker snitched on them and they got written up and they shouldn't be doing it in the first place do we like i mean because we're all people <laughs> you know but have you ever been in a situation where and I probably already know the answer to this question to where you know your friend is wrong mm-hmm. and you tell them they're wrong or do you let them say what they got to say and be like I feel you girl or yeah. like is it easy for us to 
baby mm-hmm. our friends when we know they're wrong. Like we coddle them. Like, bitch, you wrong. Like you shouldn't mm-hmm. have been doing that to begin with. Like, are you that type of friend or in private? I'm just like, now you know damn well. Mm-hmm. But in like public, I'm ten toes down. Okay. Like okay. I'm just like they was right. Yeah. Fuck you gonna do about it? Mm-hmm. But I kind of feel like when everything gets died down and we back down and we kind of chit chat and we you know kick cat and I'm just like, nah. Let me tell you. <laughs> you know you was wrong. You know right? damn well you didn't have no listen <laughs> saying that to that person. And so I I feel like yeah I feel okay. like in in the public I I always want to make sure that my friends know that they have loyalty. Loyalty mm-hmm. is very important to me in friendships. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like in you know, I've had some friends who've done some low down stuff and I'm just not low down, but like some, you know. Yeah. Questionable. You know, some sketchy stuff. But, yeah. And, and I'm just like, listen, that's my friend. Mm-hmm. You're not going to talk about my friend. I'm going to whoop your ass. Yeah. But I feel like when things are said and done and we back to our corners, I, I'm the type of person because I'm a Virgo. Um, Shout out to the Virgos out there. Mm. Uh, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to critique the shit out of what you've done. I'm going to pinpoint all the things in which you could have done something differently. And then we're going to have a chit chat about it. And then you're going to leave with some with some insight. But just in the public eye. Yeah, I'm going to be 10 toes down with my friend. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I like that analogy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I mean, it's the same thing if you're like in a relationship, like you don't want to blast your partner in front of everybody. You hold mm-hmm. them down. And then when mm-hmm. you get back in the car and be like, you stupid mother effer, why mm-hmm. did you do, you know, you don't mm-hmm. want to do that in public. So I don't have all our brawls. I won't say brawls, but I had some brawls like over partners, mm-hmm. over some stuff that they done said and done in the public. And then we get back here all over the place. I'm just like, listen, next time, <laughs> just shut your ass up. I don't got to be time to be fighting everybody over your ass. Because I'm the type of person like friends, family, mm-hmm. uh, partners. Like, I feel like um, I'm a protector. Mm-hmm. And I feel like um, I'm going to always stand up for you. I'm going to always protect you. I'm going to always speak. Because I feel like when you're not there, I have to be your voice. Mm -hmm. And when you're there, I'm going to also be your echo. And so I want for people to know that this is not the type of person you want to fuck with because then you fucking with me. Oh, I like that. But again, when we get back to our corners and all the people that the people done left. Mm -hmm. Now you and I going to fight. Yeah. Because now you got me out here looking all kind of crazy. Yeah. Trying to beat that people's asses over you. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to whoop your ass. <laughs> Metaphorically, sometimes very much whoop your ass. Wow. Okay. <laughs> I like that. I really do. Mm. Um, I think that's really rare to have a friend who is, who you believe is going to, like you said, when you're not there, I'm your voice mm-hmm. or whatever. And if you're there, I'm your echo mm-hmm. is really, I think it's really hard to find a friend that is not going to, when you, they're around certain people, they're going to act this way. Mm-hmm. And when they're around these people, they're going to act this way instead of just being, look, you're not going to say nothing about him, her, whoever, why, why you in front of me? I don't care what problem mm-hmm. you got with him. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Cause sometimes they'll sit there and listen just so they can, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, so. Yeah. Well, my friends, like when we're all out and about, you know, <sighs> People get to talk and chit chat and, you know, people, the, 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 the drinks have been passed around and the, you know, the things of such has been passed around too. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people, I'm get gonna to, ignore that part. you know, people get to, you know, chit chat. And mm-hmm. so it's one of the things where I have like really two good close friends of mine. Um, and whenever we're around other people, mm-hmm. I've noted one thing is that people are very slow to talk about them in front of me. Mm-hmm. It's not because I'm going to go back and run tell. I'm going to talk to you in your face. Like, I'm right. going to tell you, like, don't do too much because mm-hmm. you're doing too much right now about my friend. Yeah. So let's redirect our conversations mm-hmm. to something else. Talk about the weather. Mm-hmm. But you're not going to talk about my friend. Right. And so I feel like like none of my friends have ever had to worry about people talking about them in front of me because they already know how I get down. Yeah. Now, and this is the reason the reason people know this is because people have talked about my my good friends in front of me and i've had to say wait a minute shut it down like you and i are cool but don't make the grave mistake of feeling like you you and i are that cool right well you can talk about this one because mm-hmm. this one right here is you know 10 so down you about a pinky finger yeah yeah and so you you can get the you can you can get the heat oh yeah you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so yeah I've i've been in a situation where 
we're at this little get together or whatever. And um, a girl is there. I'm going to call her Taboo because I'm looking at a box that says Taboo. So Taboo there. She's talking to everybody. She's having a good time. Mm -hmm. And then Taboo's like, I got to go. And then she gets up and leave. And everybody in the house starts talking junk Mm -hmm. about Taboo. Mm -hmm. And I remember this one time they were talking about Taboo. Which is, I had no problem with Taboo. She never did anything to me, you know, and it was just a big old mess. And I'm like, hey, she's never did anything to me. I like her. So mm-hmm. y'all problem with her is y'all problem with her. It ain't my problem with her. And so there was this one girl, um, I can't remember her name to even repeat it, but she said, I like her. She's my friend. And there was like, why you? I'm like, hey, I'm with you, girl. Cause she, mm-hmm. I mean, she's not my friend, mm-hmm. but she ain't never did nothing to right, me, so I'm I'm not finna sit here mm-hmm. and be like, what? Mm-hmm. She did because I don't care. She mm-hmm. didn't do it to me, you mm-hmm. know. And so she sat there and she fought for this girl. Like I didn't. I just was like, oh, I like her. But this girl, she fought for her. She was her voice when mm-hmm. she won there, even though mm-hmm. They, you know, they met through mutual friends. And mm-hmm. I, I thought that was very respectable because mm-hmm. she was like, well, I don't know what y'all talking about because she's always been good to me. Yeah. So. I feel like good people, like, I feel like if one person has a problem with a person, mm-hmm. I think the consensus is that everyone has to have a problem with that person. Mm-hmm. And I just feel like I'm the type of person where I feel like if this person never done anything to me, like they have never infringed on my livelihood. They never talk mm-hmm. bad about, about me behind my back or whatever case that I know of. Right. I'm, I'm I'm not gonna join in the reindeer games. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. not Prancer and Blitzer and Donna. And, <laughs> like I'm not all in. Like I feel like I'm not gonna right. join in the reindeer because I feel like that person doesn't. I don't have a problem with that person, mm-hmm. so I'm not gonna sit here and partake in this discussion about this person in a negative light. If you you know, I don't. I'm not saying that because this is this person is my friend, right? But I feel like until this person and even this person doesn't something wrong to me, I'm not gonna chit chat with. You know, the peanut gallery. Mm -hmm. I want to go to that person and say, hey, you and I got to have a conversation. Because I feel like there's a bit of miscommunication here. Mm -hmm. You got me fucked up. So I feel like we got to talk about it. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) So I feel like outside of that, I have no, I don't have no, I don't, I don't feel the need to join in and dislike you just because everybody else dislikes you. Right. I'm not the type of person. Yeah. It's, you got to like somebody for who they are to you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, there was a girl that I used to be cool with. I saw how she treated her other friends. Mm -hmm. You know, they would be there and they would show up. And my big thing about any friendship or any relationship is showing up for somebody. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to show up for people. You got to be there. Mm -hmm. And so whenever we had something, this girl would show up Mm -hmm. and she was always super nice, you know, and she was funny about being on everybody, everybody's page or whatever, which is her prerogative. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And I saw in one instance where she got up and left, like, okay, bye, and left. And the girl who invited me, you know, we're mutual friends with her. She gets on the phone with somebody and says, you should have seen what this bitch was wearing. She had, and, I'm, and I'm listening to the comment. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, if if you do that to her and you've known her longer than me. Come on now then you probably going to do that Come to me if now. you're not already doing that Come to me, now. you know? So mm-hmm. you, you kind of see how people treat their other friends or how mm-hmm. you, that's what you expect. And so I thought it was dirty cause you mm-hmm. know, love you and all that. I'm mm-hmm. like, and then couldn't get five, five feet out the door and, Oh, you should have seen what this girl had on. She did it. And I'm like, Oh my God. Yeah. That's what she, that's what she says about me. I'm thinking yeah. that's what she says about me. Cause they are. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. if you, you've known her longer, mm-hmm. you know? And then I think there was this one instance where they got into an argument cause we were in a group chat mm-hmm. and they got into an, some kind of argument that was outside of our group chat. So no one in the group chat knew what was going on. Then this girl sends a message says, y'all need to block taboo. Mm-hmm. On Facebook or unfriend her on Facebook. And some people were saying, okay, done, got you, sis. I didn't respond because I'm like, okay, what happened? Mm-hmm. You know, because sometimes you might be the problem. Yeah. So I, I believe, like, I remember what happened because it was a couple of years ago. We did talk about it, but I didn't block her and I didn't unfriend her. Mm-hmm. Now, if we're friends on, on Facebook or social media, I don't, I don't know. I don't remember what her name, I remember what her real name is, but mm-hmm. I know that's not what her Facebook name was. It was something else. If we're still friends, we are. If we not, it's because she unfriended me, but I wasn't going to unfriend her just because you had this argument with her mm-hmm. because chances are whatever you tell me, 
she's going to be the bad guy. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, but she didn't do it to me. Right. I also feel like, you know, I, I spoke about loyalty earlier and I feel like if, and I, and I think this is a question, like if you're a good friend and you're loyal to, loyal to, like, did I say that right? Uh, loyal to mm-hmm. said to you, don't be friends with X mm-hmm. because I don't like them. Would you stop being cool with that person? No. Out of loyalty. No. And is no, and I don't think it's a a a thing of being of quote unquote loyal. Mm-hmm. Because at the same time, if I'm friends with X and she tells me to stop being friends with Taboo, X don't know my relationship with Taboo. Taboo right. could be ten toes down for me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And X could be iffy mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. y'all both my friends i both love y'all but my relationship with her is my relationship with her and your relationship with her is your you know it's it's mm-hmm. not the same right and if i had to weigh who was a better friend to me or who i know have who has been down for me x might get x'd out and i'm gonna go with taboo you know you yeah. can't i think it's really selfish to say or to expect somebody to cut someone out of their life based off of your feelings for them at the time okay i think that's selfish unless it is a Dealing with a a marriage and a mistress, you know, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. that okay, you need to cut that bitch off. Mm-hmm. We gonna stay together. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. But friendships or whatever, I think it's selfish for someone to say just because I don't like her, you shouldn't like her either. Yeah, I get that. I feel like as I've gotten older, I feel like if I were much younger, my twenties, my teens, I feel like if my friend, I didn't really have that many friends anyway when I was a, in teenagers. Uh, when I got in my twins, I feel like somebody had said to me, like, oh, I don't like that person. Uh, stop being friends with that person. That person, I'm, I'd have been like, all right, well, if you don't fuck with my friend, then I don't fuck with you. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've gotten older, though. You know, I mean, I look like it, but, you know, I'm up there in age. Shout out to the <laughs> skin routine. But I kind of feel like, <laughs> as I've gotten older, I kind of feel like... Um, I don't get caught up in that kind of carrying on. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you two, you know, big grown people can't have a conversation with one another about mm-hmm. your differences, don't get me caught up in it. Right. Because I'm a, I'm going to hurt both of y'all feelings. Mm-hmm. I ain't been for nothing. One of y'all asses. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going about my own way. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm my own best friend. So I'd be, per- I'd be perfectly Thanks. glad to not be bothered with you and your shit. Uh-huh. So I kind of feel like, and yes, I know I talk about loyalty, but I'm first loyal to myself and my mm-hmm. energy and my oh, spirit. Yes. And so I kind of feel like if I don't get caught up in that um, no. kind of carrying on when people are back and forth, I feel like once again, um, I've, and I have friends who, who's kind of had some bickering and back and forth together. Mm-hmm. And I always said to them, listen, you all are grown. Mm-hmm. Sit down over some tea, over some coffee, and just have some have a conversation. If if anything comes out of it is that you agree to disagree to not be cool with each other, that's fine. Yeah, but don't get me caught up in it. Right, right. Yeah, I completely understand that. Because once again, I may disappoint both of y'all <laughs> and block both of y'all, delete both of y'all, uh-huh. unfriend all of y'all, mute all of y'all, and just be by my damn self. Right, and my peace. Mm-hmm. And be perfectly fine. Yeah. So I just kind of feel like people, I feel like as we, as we grow older, a good friend of mine's uh, years ago said to me, uh, she said, you know, as you grow older, you know, gain friends, you tend to lose friends. Mm-hmm. And so I always, I always say like friendships are very important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, just simply because I don't like to spend a lot of my energy, my bandwidth, my emotional currency, my mental currency on just anybody right so if i call you friend know that that's very near and dear to me right. but if, if in the course of that i have two friends i've had not again i've had two friends who have been bickering with the, with each other or have some type of like uh static between each other mm-hmm. i will i've been listen you got to talk about that mm-hmm. have come to an agreement agree to disagree hug it out fight it out mm-hmm I don't care what you do without but like do it without me me yeah because i don't get caught up in it right yeah, I have a um a friend. Um me and her actually met through I'm gonna call her ex since you use that example. Me and her met through ex. And um when me and ex kinda I'm not gonna say we fell out where the friendship was just completely over for me. Um I didn't think, you know, because they had been friends like besties for years and years and stuff. And I'm like, well, I, I had no problem with it. I think mm-hmm. me and her, I'm not even going to say we even had a, a spat or anything like that. We had a, just me and the other friend, I'm going to call her uh, 
Canterbury. Mm-hmm. Canterbury, me and her, we didn't get into it or anything, but we had a disagreement about something. And we worked through it. We talked through it. And that was it. But I'm thinking, okay, me and um, X ain't cool. So Canterbury probably ain't going to be cool with me, which was, that's okay too. You know, mm-hmm. that's her friend. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I feel her. And so... um recently me and her kind of reconnected or whatever and i don't know what her friendship is with x and she don't know what i mean i'm guessing unless x tells her but she don't know my relationship with x Mm -hmm. but with me and her together we never discuss X mm-hmm. whatsoever because my relationship with Canterbury is my relationship with Canterbury. We have yeah. good conversations. Like um, we talked about some things. She told me her opinion. I told her my opinion. We never, I mean, these things had nothing to do with X. They were just like relationships mm-hmm. and life mm-hmm. and decisions and what's going on with each other. So, and I really appreciate her being around. I like her, mm-hmm. you know, she's fun. She's goofy, you know, gorgeous girl. And um, she's one of the people who's pretty on the outside and on the inside type people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I'm really glad that me and her did connect. Now, you know, Tammy Faye is my my ride or die. That's my girl. I love her to death. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, Tammy Faye, that's my girl. Um, you know, we've been friends since shoot, 14 years old. So hmm. we've been friends for years. And so but I am happy that I know Cannonberry because she's cool too, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I do like how me and her can come together as adults mm-hmm. and we have so much more going on in our lives mm-hmm. and what we, you know, mm-hmm. than talking about what me and X went through or what her and X never comes up. Yeah. Not once. And I love that about her, Yeah, you know, so it's, it's possible. Like you don't have to feel like if you're going to be friends with her that I can't be friends. You know, it, it don't have to be that way because right. if you believe that they're your ride or die, they ain't got nothing to say about you to them because they know, like, I know, like, there's, no, I have no opinion of X to this. Yeah. I, I don't. So there's nothing for me to go back and say, Canterbury X is, you know, X, Y, and Z. No, I don't care enough. Yeah. You know, so, but I know if I wanted to, I know not to go to her because I know that's her girl. Right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I don't even know what's going on with X. So I don't care. But that's just... You can be grown yeah. about it. And I love that about some people because some people cannot be that mature mm-hmm. to I be th- able to be friends. I think it just takes a level of emotional maturity mm-hmm. to get into these types of spaces. I, I'm the type of person where, like you mentioned, like not caring about X. I'm going to be honest with you. You can be like, oh, you know, such and such and such and such. I'm like, who? <laughs> who are you talking about? I, I, I wouldn't even be just in the same headspace right. to be remembering who these people are, what they talking about, what y'all got going on, mm-hmm. y'all beef. Like I want I feel like life is way too short. And I feel like it's way too short to be kind of getting mixed up and mixing yeah. stuff. And so people I've I've had situations in college where people would just, you know, uh being messy and mixy and and wanna and, and they say, you know, you know, you know, so and so and so and so said S, Y, and Z. And I'm like, first of all, who is so and so and so and so? I don't even know who you're talking about. Like, oh, you know, so and I'm like, oh yeah, and it'd be my whole roommate. I had a in college. <laughs> no, this is, I had in college. I had a <clears throat> one of my roommates in college. I've made this may have been my uh, junior senior year, maybe junior year, and uh, we was all friend group, and there was sort of a riff rap between. Um, mean other person and you know i listen i don't get i don't really care and so there was some beef between these two people and so they came out to me and said well you know so and so said this about you and and i was like who are you talking about they said you know so and so and so (laughs) who is it your roommate i said i don't got no roommate roommates right there i i have this impeccable gift where I can literally just rewrite you out of history. Mm. Where people will name you and they'll talk about you and show me pictures. That ain't me. <laughs> I don't know who that is. It's a lookalike. It's a clone. Attack of the body snatches. Like I like I I feel like I don't mm-hmm. again, I feel like as I've this was when I was in, in my twenties, so as I've gotten much older, mm-hmm. is that times a hundred now. Because I just kind of feel like again, life is too short for to be going back and forth. I mean, caught up in this stuff again. I'm, I'm, I'm approaching forty. We don't say ages on here. Oh well, get into the skin. But I do you look for, great to be almost forty. You're not even close to forty. Time I'm approaching forty. I, I'm really not that that that. I'm really not close to forty at all. But the point is, I feel mm-hmm. like I've gotten 
to an age where um, I value my peace. Mm-hmm. And so before before I get caught up in the who said what and who this, that, and the other, and you know this person don't like this person, that person don't like that. Baby, I don't care. Right. Go go tell Iyanla. <laughs> Not Iyanla fix my Go life. let her fix your life because I... <laughs> And if, cause I, if I'm gonna fix your life, I'm gonna. It's going to cost. And you already know what my cost is. Yeah. <laughs> so don't tell me, cause I'm gonna charge you. <laughs> friend or no friend, I take all insurances too. Yes. <laughs> and Medicaid. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> I ain't mad at that. Get that money, secure that bag. Is that what they they still call it a bag now? I call it a bag. Okay. I'm going to secure it. To fix your life. Yes. <laughs> if you want to pay for it, go call Iyanla. Wait, Iyanla? Well, I guess she charges. You're going to pay somebody. Yeah, you're going to pay somebody. You, if you go to church, you're going to pay your tithes and offering. You're paying somebody <laughs> to fix your life. So. I like that. I like that. <laughs> you're paying somebody. That's Again, I just mm-hmm. don't get caught up in that. I just feel like. Uh, there, there takes a level of emotional maturity for people to get to spaces where these types of things do not. Uh, and I get it. Like, you know, if if it's if it's if it's a done deal, it's a done deal. Right. Mm-hmm. Did it. Yeah. Put it in the ground, bury it and be done. Let with it go. It. Yeah. I feel like to kind of because I, I know some people who are grown mm-hmm. like. What do you call it? Uh, A.R.P. Grown. Not A.A.R.P. Grown. In the mess. And I'd just be like, you in the mess like that? Mm. You ain't worried about your back, your knees? I know, right? Retirement? Your retirement? Your pension? <laughs> your 401k? A Roth IRA? <laughs> what is your savings looking like? You worried about... I, I, I just feel like, mm-hmm. you know, I've gone to a space where those types of things... And again, like, again, I'm a ride or die. Mm-hmm. I'm very loyal. But I, my friends also know that don't put me in the mess. Yeah. Because you you I'm the mess solver. So put me in the mess. Mm-hmm. Once again, like I said, both of y'all going to be highly disappointed. Yeah. Because I'm a. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't blame you. I mean, that's, that's the only way you can be, to, like you said, to protect your peace and, you know, control your vibe or mm-hmm. around you. You don't have time for all that messiness. No, I mean, no. you really, as an adult, you really shouldn't have the time. If you got time for drama, then you. You need something else. So you, you need, need a job else application. Yeah. <laughs> you need a job application. Amazon is hiring. Are they? Oh, yeah, they, they are. They stay hiring. Uh, I mean, Amazon can't hit nobody. That's why they always hire them. So instead of being in the mess, <laughs> go on Indeed.com and fill out a job application. I like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, Indeed. That's a good, I don't like Indeed. But it's fine. Go. I mean, you can go to Amazon.com and get the application. You don't have to go through it. Get it from the horse's mouth. Either way, <laughs> you two. Like again, I expect for these types of things that happen with teenagers. Yeah. You know, I get it. Like teenagers do. Like our young folk have, uh, and I've noticed now, young folk have a, a bit more of emotional uh, intelligence and maturity than hardback 50, 60 year old people now mm-hmm. a days. And I just sort of kind of look like I know a nineteen year old who can. Deal with that like this. Here you are, you know, crying over some wine about yeah. so-and-so. And I get it. We all have to get to that point. We all have our, our crosses to bear. Right. But I do believe that people, there takes a level of emotional maturity and mm-hmm. a low, and level of emotional intelligence for people to get to spaces where these things do not have to become a thing. Either we're going to sit down and we're going to talk about it mm-hmm. or we're going to sit down and uh, I, always tell, I always tell my folks, um, uh, this is the thing that I always tell my people that I work with. I said, well, once we gain awareness of something, we have, we can do two things. Mm-hmm. One of those things that we can do something about it. Okay. The second is do nothing about it. If you decide to do nothing about it, expect the same results. But if you do something about it, mm-hmm. you're going to run the risk of having uh, the lower risk of, of having the, the same thing happen over and over again because you're doing something about it. Mm-hmm. And so that's something about it looks a lot like sitting down at the table and talking about it. Mm-hmm. Doing something about it looks a lot like, listen, we done been through this time and time and time and time again. Mm-hmm. I love you. And out of, be, out of me loving you, mm-hmm. I'm going to let this friendship just end. Right. You understand? Mm-hmm. That does nothing about it. So they're just sitting around here and just keeping up the mess. Mm-hmm. I feel like people got to get to spaces where, you know, 
if you got if you got the time to keep up the mess, mm-hmm. you got time to go on Indeed, LinkedIn, <laughs> Monster.com, and you got time to put in a job application, or you just got time and and, and, and all you know, all seriousness, you got time to go get some healing. Because mm-hmm. I feel like that you need to go get some healing right. to be sitting in a mess all the time. Mm-hmm. Well, do you think people can come to like? I know how we grew up. You know, we was there. Um, but we went through, (laughs) we was raised in the hood (laughs) and I don't think people really can tell, like the people Mm -hmm. laugh at me when I say Mm -hmm. where we're from, they're like, really? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, woo, 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 you know, like, I mean, I'm not, Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm ghetto. I can be, you know, but do you think being able to be, um, emotionally, mature comes with trials and tribulations that you go through kind of in life because I mean I do know some people who have I'm not going to say that their life was easy because I wasn't there but on the outside looking in catwalk Mm -hmm. like to the point to where at a grand you know mid-30s or late 30s they could walk away from a job and be good because of the lifestyle that their parents has set up for them, but they can't deal with the simple fact of someone yelling at them. They just, I say emotionally immature, I guess the best way Mm -hmm. I say, you know, they they can't deal. So I'm thinking maybe it's because what you go through makes you that can make you that way. Mm -hmm. Or because if you never had to deal with anything, how do you know how to deal with anything? I agree. I think there's a level of going through it. Mm -hmm. We got to go through it. This is how we we shape ourselves. This is how we mold ourselves. This is mm-hmm. how we form ourselves. This is how we develop ourselves. This is how we recreate and recreate and recreate ourselves is going through it. And I think out of that comes emotional intelligence. I think out of that comes emotional uh, maturity. And again, I think out of that comes the, the developing of emotional currency. Mm-hmm. And I just believe that people have got to go through it. And I feel like you've never been through it. And I, and I feel like we got to define what that looks like. Mm-hmm. Because going through it for you and I may be very different than you know xyz or right, taboo right 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 you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i feel like we have and i feel like sometimes i always have to tell people like just because the person didn't go through it the way that you went through doesn't mean they didn't go through it right right and i feel, so yeah to that to the answer to that question i do believe that part of emotional and uh, maturity comes through just going through it learn and not just going through it but learning your lessons mm-hmm. life is all about i said this to someone uh once before and I said, you know, life is all about uh, learning and growing. Mm-hmm. That is what life is. Yeah. Um, and I feel like as we're going through it, you have got to learn your lessons. Because mm-hmm. if you don't learn your lesson, you're doomed to repeat it. Yeah. And I feel like that's out of that comes emotional uh, maturity. It comes out of, sorry, comes out of that is emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. It's learning from your lessons and mm-hmm. knowing that and not being jaded and not being, you know, mean spirited and kind of being, st- but I feel like let's learn your lessons and knowing that I've been here before. Mm-hmm. I've gone through this before. Yeah. And I mean, the, 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 the cast may be different. But this is the same movie. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yeah. And so I feel like we got to learn our lessons. And that's how we're able to, uh, to some degree, create. There's many ways for us to create emotional intelligence or emotional maturity. I feel like one of those things is learning our lessons mm-hmm. and growing from them. Not just learning them. Um, let me go back. Not just going through it, but going through it, learning, and then growing. Mm-hmm. And that's how we become a bit more intelligent. Oh, wow. That's deep. I charge $125 for that kind of stuff. (laughs) Y'all just got it for free on the Petty Podcast. (laughs) Again, I take Medicaid. He take Medicaid. (laughs) I love it. That is very profound. (laughs) No offense to my prior guests, but you are probably one of the... (laughs) Because I love all my guests. It's not like I've had a ton. I mm. think I've only had like five. Let's see. Well, Michael's really not a guest. Um, <laughs> I love him, but he's not a guest. Yeah. Um, I'll say Kirk is a guest. That's my buddy. So I got Kirk. I got Tammy Faye. I got Kitty with a Z. And I got Alicia. So I've only had. But yeah, you're my fifth guest. Shout out to them. Yeah. Thank you guys for being on Petty. I love you guys. This is like no shade because I love all of y'all, um, including Michael. I'm just saying you. I mean, because we always shoot the shit kind of mm-hmm. on here or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this is really deep. And I think it's really needed to hear, mm-hmm. you know, going into a new year. 
You know what I'm saying? People always say new year, new me. And really, it's not really about, I'm not going to say not about new year, new me. It's really about your mind. Yeah. Because you can talk all you want to. You can say everything Mm -hmm. because it sounds really good. Mm -hmm. Like I tell myself every single day, Mm -hmm. I'm getting up and going to the gym. Mm -hmm. But you got to get your ass up. I got to get my ass up and go to the gym. I even have a, I have a, a bicycle that I got. And you know where it is? In your office. In my office. Folded mm-hmm. up in my office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and there's no, I, like, I can get on that mug. I've been sitting here watching my favorite show. Everybody knows is RuPaul's Drag Race. I've been sitting here watching it. I could have easily pulled that bike and watched it. So mm-hmm. it's really about, you got to make your mind up. Right. Like, like you said, you have to go through it. You mm-hmm. have to learn from it. And you have to grow. Mm-hmm. But you have to make that decision that, you know what? First, identify the problem. Absolutely. And as you're going through, you have to say, okay, what changes do I want to make? Because I don't want to keep watching the same movie, like Mm -hmm, how you put it. mm -hmm. So with the new year coming, I think this was like the perfect episode for Mm -hmm. people to hear that, you know, you have to change your mind to change your life. And it it always starts between the ears. Oh, yes. Yeah. Because, you know, we talk about a lot of things that we want, we want to do. I want a gap between my thighs. Mm. I want my locks to get long. Mm. I want my skin to be clear like yours or whatever. But I have to do what I mean, basically what you do to get those results. We just can't keep looking at everybody else on social media and saying, oh, I want to look like that if I'm not doing what they are doing to look like that, whether it's the surgery Mm -hmm. or the workout or Mm. the diet, you know what I'm saying? Or makeup. Right. You got to do what they do to look like that. Whatever you're going to do, do it. Do you it. know, I feel like we get caught up in, I don't want to get all philosophical and whatnot because, you know. But you charge for the philosophical. Not right? even that. But I just, <laughs> I feel like we get caught up in social media culture uh-huh. and we see the people doing it. We see the people traveling. We see the people going to the places of the places mm-hmm. and we just sort of sit there and we double tap. Yeah. Scroll and double tap. And it's like. Once again, go to Indeed, LinkedIn, yeah. <laughs> fill out a job location, get your coins, and then mm-hmm. go and do these types of things. I feel like we have got to make those action steps. I always tell yeah. my people all the time, I say, you know, it's one thing to sit in a in a space for 45 minutes to an hour and chat about it. Mm-hmm. I said, but once the cameras are off, you have got to then begin to make those action steps. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we just, we, a lot of us know it. Yeah. We know it. We do. We, we know, know better. We know what we need to do. Mm-hmm. We know how to do it. We know who to talk to. We know where to go. But it's just taking those action steps. It's just we live in a, a, a microwave culture. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And we just want to just like that, which is, you know, hey. I, if you can get it that way, tell me how to do it. Facts. I'll pay you <laughs> if you tell me how to do it. Because I feel like we've all been there. But I, I, in all honesty, I feel like, you know, this is just even now to, you know, to the original point, like friendships. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you're in the friendships, relationships, mm-hmm. um, I was on Twitter earlier today and someone was just kind of, you know, sort of pouring their heart out about their relationship and how they've been in the relationship for like a certain amount of years and how this person was mean to them. And, and I'm just like, are you going to work on it or are you going to right. leave? Because, listen, we want to, I mean, hey, mm-hmm. tweet until you until your fingers fall off. Yeah. But if you go on exit out of Twitter and then go right back to this toxic-ass relationship, mm-hmm. then what was the point? Was the we point? have got to make the action steps. And I feel like we all know it. If you're in friendship circles, that don't make any sense. Where you always tell people, if the people placing the things around you don't make any sense to who you are and what you are right now, let it go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be done with it. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah, they'll bounce back. Oh yeah, they'll move on. Mm-hmm. They'll survive. Gloria Gaynor and all kind of like they'll they'll yeah. survive. You got to make sure that you are the one that survives. You yeah. got to make sure that you're the one to thrive. And that looks like letting go a person who keep up mess, mm-hmm. who always trying to talk behind you, behind your back to other people until mm-hmm. you leave the room. They're not a, a really good friend. They show no loyalty. Listen, yeah. as I said, we know we have the awareness. We can do two things: mm-hmm. something about it or nothing about it. That's right. That's right. So I guess that is the, I guess the best word to describe it is accountability because it all starts with you. Mm -hmm. Like they're going to, you have to trust people to be who they are. Mm -hmm. And if you know who they are Mm -hmm. and you keep on dealing with them, you can't get mad Mm -hmm. at what they doing because you know who they are. Mm -hmm. They going to be themselves all the time. Mm -hmm. And you have to make a decision whether you're going to continue or you're, or you're like, what? Do something or do nothing. And if you do nothing, 
I feel like you can't get mad. You're just no. going to keep going through it. No. You know? So, like, I think in the upcoming year, you know, hopefully this will be super viral. By the end of the next coming year, people will watch it again. Um, watch. Yeah. <laughs> but for the upcoming year, you just got to really take an account of you have to decide who's going to come with you. Yeah. You know, um, you have your friends, you have your, your, your ride or dies who you love and you love them for a reason. Mm-hmm. They're there for a reason. Mm-hmm. So it's okay to take them with you, you mm-hmm. know, but if it's something iffy, you might, you know, if, if you have to think about it with them, like, should I, mm-hmm. then that's your answer is a no. I and feel if you're like. riding and dying, mm-hmm. ain't riding and dying. Yeah. <laughs> Let the motherfuckers die. Yeah, that's right. Or it has to one out. Right. That's true. It, it has to be a two-way street. It has to be. Mm-hmm. Like, it just can't be a one-way street. So, Because um, if it's not, people are going to, as you mentioned before, it's, you're, you're going to go through it over and over again. I feel like people are going to, uh, and, I, and I had to learn this, I had to learn this lesson, uh, knocking down shit. Um, no, I had, I, had to learn this, I had to learn this the hard way. Um, I had to learn that it's imp- uh, 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 uh. thank you. It's important for people to. It was important for me. Mm-hmm. So you know the work that I do affords me affords me the opportunity to tell people, mm-hmm. you know, what to do or how to do it. Yeah. But very similar, I hold that mirror back up to myself. Yeah. Right. And so this year, 2022, taught me a lot of lessons. And one of the lessons is practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. And so I had to my own self begin to see my friendship circles and begin to cut the fat. And I had to begin to, and, and really the fat was just like my mindset. It mm-hmm. wasn't the people, because the people going people. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was me. I had to make sure that I had to, somebody said something to me years ago and they said, um, the way the way um there's there's God in all of us. Um and the way you treat yourself is the way you treat your God. And if Sorry, you're mistreating Jesus. yourself, then you're mistreating the God that's in within you. Mm. What you accept is what you are believing that the God in within you is uh is uh is worthy to receive or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I had to kind of think about that all throughout 2022 is that how I'm treating myself, who I let into in my life, how I let them in my life, who I hang on to, mm-hmm. um, is a representation of how I treat the God within me and the me yeah. with this in God. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I had to re- re- realize that it wasn't necessarily about them because they're going to be them. It was me. I had to sort of reshape, reframe, restructure my own mindset. And once I began to do that, mm-hmm. it can it began really, really easy. To cut some people off. Right. I mean, like, and people, you know, some people have said to me, like, damn, you so, people have said to me, you so mean. People said to me, you're so mean. How you just let people go like that? Mm -hmm. And how you so rude? And I'm just like, listen, it's not about being mean. It's about not uh, not about being rude. It's really about how I treat the God in me. Mm-hmm. And if I'm allowing the people in my life to show up and be messy and be mixy and be toxic and be negative and put that shit on me, then that's like me saying, God, you deserve this. And, I'm not, and that's not the type of God I, that I serve. And, I'm not the, and that's not the God that uplifts me and loves on me. Mm-hmm. And so I had to realize that, wow. listen, I had to let these people go. Mm-hmm. Um, and once once I did that, I was able to recognize that uh, the people who I kept around, who all my rider dies, that I was able to see the God in them. Um, and so the way that, that they treat me, my father recently passed. And so I've been able to see these people show up for me in such a way where people, where God is saying to me, these are the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Until they, you know, and people have their own uh, free range and their own volition to do the do what their lives in which they do. And so, again, as I said, if you're riding dying, ain't riding and dying anymore, then let them go on out about about their business. It's hard. Mm -hmm. That shit is hard. Mm -hmm. I just let go of friendships of like 10, 15, 20 years. And that's hard to do. But I had to think about myself that. um, That is not of God. And so, uh, and what I mean by that's not of God, it's not of God um, in, in relationship to how God feels about me. Mm-hmm. And so I was just like, if God don't feel that, if, and I know God is 
insane about me. Mm-hmm. Yes, he is. It's incredibly insane about me. Mm-hmm. So I already know that. I'm not expecting God in these people. You know what I'm saying? I'm not expecting for these people to treat me like God treats me. But I also feel like if I am not, you know, if I'm allowing these people to treat me in any kind of way, then God is saying, well, this is how you feel like I, yeah, did you I should be mistreated. Mm-hmm. And which means that the guy in you deserves to be treated that way as well. Yeah. And so I couldn't be bothered with it. And so these people just real mad. And I didn't, you know, listen, take that up with your God. Because mm-hmm. my God says, you know, my God is uh, is plentiful. Mm-hmm. And my God will always provide. And yes, that means friendships as well. And mm-hmm. so I'm okay with that. That was powerful. I love that. That that was really good. I um and I agree. I do. I agree wholeheartedly that you do have to trim the fat. And some people don't want to admit it, but sometimes you're the fat. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like you, sometimes you have to look and say, you know what? I'm not a very good friend to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of people won't you know won't acknowledge that accountability. Mm-hmm. Like I have been a fucked up friend. I have not been there for them. Mm-hmm. I have not been riding or dying, and mm-hmm. they have been doing that for me. And they deserve. A better friend, yeah, than me, yeah. So because I love them, I'm gonna I'm gonna move to the left. Well, the left, I'm move to the left, mm-hmm. and they might think as it, oh, they don't care about me, they don't love me. No, girl, when when have I when have I been there for you? What yeah. have I what have I done for you? Yeah, you know, and sometimes you're the fat that needs to be trimmed. Yeah, and you have to take because a lot of people don't want to say, you know, I've been a fucked up friend. Yeah, I mean, I feel like. I'm a, I feel like I'm a great friend. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm the type of friend to where it's okay if we don't agree. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we should. I, I don't believe in, because this was said one time before, that because you're friends, you should say whatever you want to say and y'all still be friends at the end of the day. That's mm. no, not necessarily. And mm-hmm. sometimes it's not always what you say is how you say it. You're not going to come at me and talk to me like I'm your child. And then mm-hmm. expect me to be like, Hey girl, I love you the next day. I'm still yeah. going to love you, yeah. but you're not going to talk to me like that because right. my mama, my grandma, my daddy don't talk to me that way. Right. So, but it is sometimes hard to be like, you know what? I fucked up as a friend. Yeah. I, sh- I, sh- I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. And to come and say, you know, I apologize. You yeah. know, um, I, I guess that's that, uh, what do you call it? That emotional intelligence mm-hmm. to where you can be like, okay, you mm-hmm. know what? I'm the problem. Mm-hmm. Like it's not everybody, it's not everybody else. It's me, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but I do, I'm one of those people who's very patient. Mm-hmm. And I think that um, sometimes patience is, I don't know the right word, ignorance. I mean, not not necessarily ignorance. It's just like, I don't know. I'm I'm very patient with people. I give people the benefit of the doubt. I always try to see the silver lining in mm, people. Mm, and sometimes mm. that's I say is ignorance on my part because they are already showing me mm-hmm. who they're going to be to me. Mm-hmm. They're already showing me. Like mm-hmm. I I feel like in you know in friendships and relationships or whatever, you have to like like I said before you got expect people to be them. They're mm-hmm. going to be them mm-hmm. regardless of what you do. Exactly. And so you got to decide if you want to sit there or you want to keep going. Yeah. And again, that's in like friendships and relationships. Mm-hmm. That's in jobs. Yeah. You know, it's in every aspect of life. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when you go to work every day, like I have this type of job. Well, one of my other jobs, <laughs> I go to work every day. No, like I know what to expect. Like this morning I jumped on at 4.30 a.m. Mm. You know, last night, you know, I worked at 9.30, mm. 10 o'clock last mm. night. But I know what to expect. So yeah. I try to prepare myself for those things. Mm. Now, I could always maybe find me another job that may, might pay more. But I like my job. Yeah. The, the early mornings and the long nights, regardless, I love my job. So yeah. I know what to expect from it. But you can't I can't get mad. Every day, right? About the same thing I've been dealing with for I've been at my job for fifteen years. For fifteen years, yeah. You can't do it. Yeah. You got you got to change because it's what it is. What it is. It is it, that job is going to be that job. You're yeah. going to spend that job to job. Right. You know what I mean? It's not going to change. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to change. It's not intended to change. Mm-hmm. You have to be the change. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I agree with you. I think people talk about this in context of friendships and relationships, but I agree even with jobs. Mm-hmm. All of 2021. Uh, I directed a program and I mean, the first few months of it was great. Uh, but the last several months of it was just, you know, mm-hmm. every day it was yeah. just like walking to, I remember at times there were, mo- the there were times where I would come in and I'd be, 
I'll have an anxiety attack, mm-hmm. panic attack. Mm. Uh, it is exacerbated by depression. Mm-hmm. And um, it had got to, to be a point with Mexico last year. Um, shout out to Mexico. Yes, we love Mexico. Shout out to Mexico. Yeah. It was an amazing trip. And on that trip, uh, I, you know, I kind of thought to myself, you know, you, I had to, again, put that mirror back and, and look at myself. And it's one of the things where I was like, you know, you talk about this in, in, in regards to friendships and relationships, but what about your relationship with this job? Mm-hmm. You're expecting for this job. And again, you talked about accountability. Sometimes the accountability looks like, like we have to take that self-accountability and say, listen, you're going to work. I, I remember um, I was at this really beautiful resort. Um, I had an ocean view. And I was out on the balcony and I was sitting there and I said, you know, you walk into this job every day and you're doing a, f- a fantastic job. These people, and I'm not trying to say this just to my own horn, but some, like, all of my staff would say to me, listen, we have not had a leader like you and we appreciate the work that you're doing. You come in and sort of turn this whole thing all the way around. Uh-huh. But it did not come, it did not come without... Uh, my peace of mind. It didn't. It came with increasing my depression, my anxiety, full on panic attack. When I tell you a full on panic attack, full on panic attack. And I remember sitting across looking at the beach, and something said to me, um, "You go every day, five days a week into the job." And really, because I was a pro, uh, directing the program, it was just five days a week. I was on call after I got off of work, so I was on call twenty four seven. And something said, "Listen, you go into the job and expected for this job to change." It's not changing. So what needs to change? So I would go in. I would try to implement that change. I try to implement that change. I try to implement that change. And it would work, but the job was still a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And so I remember when I sat across that beach, I said, maybe you need to be the change. And it was at that moment, it was this was August of 2021. At that moment, I went back. I came back to work. I was there for three more, four more months, you know, because I had to, you know, I remember typing on my resignation and I said, listen. And my my boss was just like, what is this? I said. (laughs) And he read it. And I remember him saying, wow, like you're leaving? I said, I got, I told him about, as that word saying was, I got to get the hell out of here. And we had a visitor client at the hospital. And he said to me, he says, you know, be for real with me. Why are you leaving? And I said, because I keep expecting for this job to change. I said, and it's not. Mm-hmm. I said, so then I got to be the change. I got to be accountable for my own peace of mind. Yeah. And so I had left. I didn't have no job lined up. So our granny would tell us, you know, if you quit a job, have a job lined oh, up. Oh, yeah. I had no job lined up. Ooh, that's faith. I had, I, you know, I had some money in my account, some money. Oh, you, you didn't have a little change, I did had you? some money. <laughs> And at that point in my life, <laughs> in, in my bank account, but that's because the previous year yeah. I, you know, accumulated some stuff and whatnot. Um, I just left, and it's crazy part is that I had um, this came right around the time where I found a, my uh, a new apartment. Uh huh. So I quit my job right before I got right after I got a new apartment, mm-hmm. and it was bare bones, nothing that was in there. I had the furniture, and I was just like, what "The hell is my thing and at the time my therapist said to me uh, I remember her saying to me she said listen um, the universe that you speak about would not conspire against your downfall Mm. and I was like (laughs) (laughs) yeah and you know now you know I have my own private practice and things like that Mm -hmm. you know super successful look me up so I had to you know, I feel like we have got to take, we have, we have got, when we, when we talk about trimming the fat, mm-hmm. we've got to make sure that we're removing ourselves mm-hmm. out of that equation. Yep. And so once I remove myself out of that equation, um, you know, sleep, I don't, I have sleepful nights. Yeah. You know, but you know, and not to kind of to my own home, but I feel like once again, we have got to be the people that say, okay, I'm expecting for this person to change, that thing to change, this place to change. It's never going to change. Mm-hmm. So we got to be the change. That's right. We got to get up and mm-hmm. lead. So lead that, lead that no good ass man, mm-hmm. lead that no good ass woman, mm-hmm. lead that no good ass job, move out that no good ass apartment. Yeah, take your time, do what needs to be done to get yeah, there, yeah. but leave. Yeah. Get your ass up out of there and go. Mm-hmm. And so I navigate life like that now. Yeah. 
Someone asked me uh, on Twitter, there was a thing on Twitter, and one of my mutuals said, do you stay and work it out? Your personality, he's a personality uh, type. Do you stay and work it out or do you fight for it? And I said, yes, the years, you just heard me say fight for it. Mm-hmm. Today, you can have this, you can kiss my ass, <laughs> and, it, and I'm out of here. <laughs> I'm not trying to fix nothing that's right. trying to take me down. Mm-hmm. I'm up out of here. And yeah. so that's been my philosophy all of 2022. And I feel like as we're on the cusp of 2023, uh, I'm taking the same mindset. Yeah. I ain't lost. I'm taking it right in the same year. Mm-hmm. So if whatever I'm doing today, I tell people something, this is your, you know, this is your passion. I said, no, it's not my passion. This is just how I articulate my passion. Mm-hmm. It's the work that I do. I said, but if it's not making sense. I'm closing up shop, mm-hmm. taking all my stuff down, taking my coins. I'm gonna do something else. Yeah, I, I, and it's not, and I, I don't make it so simple. But I also begin. I also again, I believe that I serve a God that is plentiful. Yeah, and that God will provide for me, mm-hmm. and not just my needs, but also my wants. I know that I trust a God that mm-hmm. that will provide my needs and my wants. Mm-hmm. And so far, you know, having my own biz, my own business, uh, that has been the case. Yeah. And so I've, I have full faith and believe in that. Mm-hmm. And so leaving people, places and things just become like, well, you either act right or you can get your shit mm-hmm. and you're going about your day. Yeah. I won't cry. Yeah. I mean, I may be sad. Yeah. But I ain't crying. <laughs> I ain't gonna cry. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Man, this has been really good. I am so happy to have had you on this podcast. Thank you. It is a, it's a joy. It's it's really profound, really, to have you here. This is the perfect time um, to help people start the new year <laughs> with a new mindset. I felt like even just listening to you talk, you've given me some tools. <laughs> that I can use to implement because, you know, I have a business Mm -hmm. and um, I have not walked out on faith in that business. Mm -hmm. But again, I have not put in the work that I need to in that Mm -hmm. business either. So, um, yeah, you have given me a lot of tools. I hope everyone that's listening is Mm -hmm. like taking notes, listen to it over and over again, preferably from a different IP address so we can get the views, baby. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. just I I think this is great. And I'm Mm -hmm. this was on time. I really feel like it was on time. I know it's supposed to be petty, but you know, we we got a high Kurt saying drop some knowledge on the children, mm-hmm. educate the children. <laughs> you know, you got. I mean, it's always it's always fun to tune into a podcast or a TV show and get your laugh and you know you know relate to topics because we all know what petty always talks about. But also, it's good to be able to. Give something of substance. Now I'm saying that Petty ain't so because we got substance. But this is, I think, this is a perfect into a new year, end of the year type episode mm. to help everybody have a better 2023. I know mm. we normally don't do dates here, so that people can watch it whenever. But we changed that up for today. <laughs> so hopefully, everyone will take what you said and apply it to their life because it works. Apparently, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So like Lord says, try me in this. Yeah, you know, or test me in this is what He says. But um. But thank you guys so much for tuning in for another episode of Petty. You can follow me on my personal Instagram is B-R-I-G-E-T-T-E-D. That's how I spell Gabby. You can follow my uh, Style by Gabby on Instagram at Style by Gabby Boutique. I know that in the credits it doesn't say that, but it should be at Style by Gabby Boutique. Thank you. Um, I would say give us a call, but I don't remember the phone number off the top of my head. But I'm pretty sure it's in the credits. It's still in the credits. It's in the credits. I don't know if they're rolling. Every time I say they're rolling here, they're never really rolling there. So I'm going to stop doing that. <laughs> um, you can follow me on Twitter at StyleGabbyBy. Okay. And also on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe. The Nose With Good Intentions YouTube page. You know, share i mean mm. i always say like come and subscribe but share this stuff mm. you know what i'm saying mm. like give someone like, good laughs good information of course follow our big brothers nosy with good intentions on instagram um nosy good is it nosy good on twitter uh michael uh, they also have a snapchat page mm-hmm. um also follow and again um shout out a little business here um so our videos look great right I think they do. Guess who does them? At Michael underscore Skillet underscore Chappelle. 
He is great at editing with the video, the audio, the lighting, everything you need for your podcast. Don't steal him from my podcast, but definitely utilize his services. He has extensive knowledge on what he's doing and he does it very well. So let's not ask for it for free people. Let's support people and the knowledge that they bring because he didn't do all this for nothing. You know what I'm saying? This stuff costs money. You can't see everything, but it costs money. It takes time. It takes talent. So um, hit him up for all your podcast needs, video needs. He even does weddings. Um, I mean, he doesn't now, but he might. I mean, he ain't a photographer, but he can video some stuff. You know, he has a little drone that'll go all the way around. I'm telling you, Michael underscore Skillet underscore Chappelle on Instagram. Um, is there anything you want to plug? Follow me on Instagram. It is at humble.snob because that is who I am. Yes, that's, he is. That's H-U-M-B-L-E dot S-N-O-B. And follow me on Twitter. Uh, yeah, it I, might be scrolling up by, by now where it's the scroll. You know, can't remember what it is. Yo, my Twitter is, is at uh, E-L underscore B-E-L-I-C-E-N-O. Have a listen, you and also, you know, cash out. No, he didn't. <laughs> cash out, almost not six. <laughs> I don't think we ever had a guest that's for a tip. <laughs> um, so, tip if you like. Listen, I have my own business. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> So, again, thank you so much for joining us at Patty with Good Intentions. We'll see you next time. Bye.